Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. Do you have trouble sleeping, tossing and turning all night? Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit facebook.com slash fatcatfly because you deserve a better life. Hey there guys, welcome to episode 199 of the 1UP Gaming Podcast. I'm your host Chris Bowering and today we have founder of the site uh, David here joining me. Are you going to say anything it's an, David? It's, it's annoying when people don't speak in it. It is really annoying. <laughs> uh, anyway, doing, Chris? Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not doing bad, I'm not doing bad, what about yourself? I'm okay, I'm okay. Bit of technical hiccups, but we've hopefully got some excited. Yeah, no, we haven't just spent 40 minutes trying to work this shit out. Nah, not us. We're tech savvy. Exactly. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, the 1UP Gaming Podcast, uh, each week we talk about the latest gaming news, what games we've been playing, uh, and usually somehow David derails the conversation to go into inappropriate topics. Topics well spent. Not really. You go into some bizarre places, mate. Do you reckon? Yeah, I really do. I really do. Considering you're the uh, the oldest, and so technically you'd think the most mature. You you, you take us to some weird places. I would be wrong. <laughs> I would be wrong. Who else has got a Sega Rally tattoo? <laughs> yeah, very true. Actually, I've been I've been thinking about that myself. I've been actually um, I've been kind of drawn to the idea of getting like a sleeve, um, to do with like my favorite video games. You can't nick my idea. No, but like having a decent one. Ooh, <laughs> like um. You know, like, I don't know, I don't know if they're cringy or not, but I, like, I had some ideas of having, like, um, like... Earthworm Jim? No, no, good games. Uh, having, like, for example, uh, Sleeping Dogs, written in Chinese characters. You know the game Sleeping Dogs? I thought you were going to say you want to sleep with dogs. No, fuck. The open world action <laughs> game Sleeping Dogs, like I said, we're taking it to weird places, David. Um, I also wanted to get stuff like, uh, the slogan from The Last of Us, Endure and Survive. Um, and I thought as well, cause one of my favorite games growing up as a kid was the Jack and Daxa series and having, cause the, the pre, you know, you know who the precursors are? I've heard of the game. You've heard of the game, so you don't know anything Jack about the actual game. The Precursor's Curse or whatever. Precursor Legacy, yeah. Well, basically, oh, the, pre- close. the Precursors are like gods in that in that universe. And there's like their own ancient language. And I was going to get like 
I don't know, some some kind of initials or something in that language. That could be all right. I mean, it it sounds. I'd have to draw it out, but like I've I've got it in my head, and it would actually be, if I committed to getting tattoos, because this is the only this is the only way I would get tattoos, and I'm still not a hundred percent committed to obviously to to even getting any tattoos. But if I was gonna do it, this is the way I'd do it. Yeah, I mean, I never really drew my designs out or where I wanted them. I just. So I said I wanted... They were the four main ones on the forearm. And then the other ones at the back. So I'll have... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'll have nine tattoos all around the bottom of my arm and my palm. No, is it the palm? No. Yeah. Palm's the inside. The backhand. Backhand, yeah. Yeah, so... so you, say, you say you had no idea where you wanted... So you just say, look, here's an image I got off Google Images. Fucking put it anywhere. No, I basically... I did sort of say the Sega Saturn sign I wanted front and centre. Okay. And then I thought I'd have the Sega Rally one big at the top of my arm. And then the other two, I just put them at PlayStation's older than Xbox. So I went Saturn, PlayStation, Xbox, so it goes in order. Yeah. But technically speaking, yeah, I just sort of like thought the size of the the actual logos and the tattoo design, I thought... Sega one on my wrist, Ridge Racer on the back of my arm, and because of the Street Fighter and the Virtua Fighter logos being quite long, they can go up at the, the insides of my arm between the tattoos. Mm. So it, it will form a sleeve, and then once I've got the the other t- logos done, I'll then go back in a month's time and get some sort of backgroundy sort of stuff done. Okay. To try and link it all together. Yeah, try and make it like one cohesive tattoo. Yeah. And then I've got ideas for the top of my arm about sensible software. Right. Yeah. How are you how are you going with um getting the one up gaming team on uh what is it, sensible soccer? They've said yes. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in that game? They've said yes. Can I I don't. I don't want to go into too much detail. <laughs> Do you have to be the captain? I don't honestly know. They just said we needed twenty-two names for the team. I think I should be captain. I think you should be a left back. I don't even know what soccer is. <sighs> you just wrong. football. That's what you are. I don't know. Maybe a striker. Maybe. I mean, like, I could not even be a player. I could be, like, a manager. I don't know. Oh, true. Well, if you were a manager, then I'd be captain. I mean, I guess as the one Up Gaming founder, you kind of have to take captain if you're not a manager. But if you're a manager, I mean, I'd I, I probably say I'm second in line. Because, I mean, like, when I used to play football when I was a lot younger, before I did my knee injury, I used to, for one team, I played left-back, and the other team, I played striker. <laughs> so... Both at the other ends of the pitch. The only so ones I, I know are striker and goalie. Yeah. And then there's just a whole ton of guys who just run in the middle. <laughs> Alright, anyway, before we go any further, some general housekeeping uh, for the episode. Our sponsor for this week is Zencaster. 
Uh, Zincaster is $20 a month for its uh, basic subscription fee. With that, you get unlimited guests, unlimited recordings, and a live editing soundboard, amongst other features. And uh, with 1UP Gaming, you can get 20% off Zencaster with the code 1UP20. So, if you're looking, yeah, if you're looking at hosting some kind of podcast or um, kind of maybe a Let's Play with your friends or something like that, Zencast is the way to go. I wholeheartedly recommend it. That was such an awkward pause. Why You do that a lot. You do awkward pauses. I do it because it makes the guests and the other people very awkward. Yeah, but you don't want everyone to feel awkward. It's my enjoyment. It's my enjoyment. It's not the listener's enjoyment, though. You don't want everyone to feel awkward. It's because, like, like if I've just said something and then you say nothing in reply, <laughs> that's just bad podcasting. I used to, literally about two, three years ago, in the early 50s sort of time, I used to literally wait a good three, four seconds for a reply and, and you could just hear the... Everyone was like, oh, it's so I don't bad. know what to do. <laughs> That's so bad. I know, I know. Alright, so what have you been playing this week, David? Are we just going straight into it, are we? Well, I mean, hey, I mean, conversations will come up as they arise. Fine. So well, what, this else, week... what else did you want to say then? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe exactly. that we're doing a, a live panel at the play expo in Glasgow. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna wait to get to that. All right, we can talk about that in after what we've been playing then. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought we'd check that in the news or something. All right, yeah, that's fine. All right, sweet. So what have you been playing? So before I go into what we've been playing, I think we just mentioned that we're gonna go back a little bit back to the original sort of format of the podcast, where it is a little bit more in like sections where we'll have a quick you know five minutes of chit chat and the sponsor then we'll have what we've been playing then we'll have news games that have been coming out things you know so it'll, it'll have like little sections each yeah exactly we, we we want to bring some formatting to kind of the show and then have kind of conversations spring up as they kind of come about yeah yeah Sweet, and uh, it'll either be uh, me or David uh, hosting it each week, but uh, you'll always see both of us on, and then we'll, uh, sometimes we'll have Joey on, sometimes we'll have other members, and we might possibly also look to bring on some more podcasters. Yes, if anyone wants to apply, please email us at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. Sweet, so, if you want to join the team, let us know. Yep, we need team members. And if anyone's in the local Glasgow area, I would love to do some video features, news segments, things like that, where I've got cameras, video recording equipment, and I would love to do like live shows. So I think that would quite, yeah, could be quite fun. What kind of cameras you got? Some decent ones? Um, I've got a Panasonic Full HD camcorder whatever that whatever that is the only reason why I picked it up is because it's got um, it's got like a 120 gig hard drive built into it oh shit so it can store quite a bit of yeah that's recording. decent yeah that's good yeah 
and that's what I'll be using to record our live panel. You know, like I'll have one of my mates at work recording it. Sweet. So, so I'll go up on YouTube as well. So, anyway, what have I been playing this week? Now, normally I don't mention this, but in the email that they sent to me, I had to make clear that I got sent the code for free. And so I'm honouring that. We got the code sent for free. The game I've been playing was NBA Playgrounds. And I don't know if you've heard of this, Chris. No, I've, 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 I've heard of it, but I don't know what it's about. It's a NBA Jam clone. Familiarize so, me on NBA Jam. NBA Jam was a early to mid nineties arcade fast paced two on two basketball game. Okay. And this is exactly the same as that an arcade style fast paced two on two basketball game. Now, I've not played it in doctor mode whatever the hell you want to call it like on the TV I've only played it in the handheld mode because I'm playing it on the Switch you're playing it on the Switch okay yeah so um, how how different is it from my knowledge is I've played NBA 2K16 right that's a full like 5 on 5 slow paced sort of game yeah this is just a side on you've got a, a run button like a push button so you can push people over there's no rules you can nick the ball and there's power ups so when you do dunks you fill a meter and once you've filled that meter you get a random power up now sometimes it's just like lightning or something that makes you guaranteed to dunk the ball Yeah. sometimes it's something crazy like it gives you 12 points for the next sort of dunk that you do which is technically breaking the game because it makes you unbeatable right but you said I mean, this is side spe- on yeah it's like a side on sort of view okay full 3D though right. it looks nice it it does look nice The I actually quite like the commentator because it's one of those commentators that because it knows it's an arcade game it can just say random things and it's quite funny. Um, I will say, I, I guess like you, Chris, I know nothing about the NBA and the official NBA teams. No, I mean, I don't... I mean, I've, I've played a little bit. I don't know about the NBA teams and stuff, but I've, I've played a little bit of the games. Like, the, the 2K games. Because, like, with this one, it's got all the teams, and each team has got four, five, six members... Some are existing members of today, and some of like classic players from yesteryear. Okay, I'm looking and at some footage of it now. It's actually got a really cool art style. Yeah, I think it looks quite nice. It's taken the NBA Jam sort of aesthetic of being like cartoony fied with big heads. Yeah, it's almost like like kind of like a Pixar cartoon. Yeah, and. I mean, it to me, it plays nice, it works, it's a fun little game to play. The only negatives I had was, when you're doing the shooting, if you let go of the ball or dunk it, perfect timing, 
you get an extra point. So instead of like being a two point or a three point, you get three or four points, right. which I don't like that. Yeah. And I, I've only been playing it for a few hours, but even now I still can't work out whether you let go of the ball at the end of the jump or if you have to let go of the ball when it wants you to let, do you know what I mean? I can't, sometimes yeah, yeah. I get the extra point. Sometimes it's just a little bit weird. Yeah, no, I used to have, they had a similar thing in uh, NBA 2K14 where there'd be like a rating system where you got like an A, B or a C for your shot and I could never tell where like the prime point of uh, letting go of the button was. Yeah. So that's just the negative really of that and the only other thing I would say is it doesn't seem to have the the fast flow of the NBA Jam games it's a little bit... I can't quite describe it. You know, it's just a little bit woolly. Right. I don't know what you mean by woolly. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I think it's a £15 game, so, like, $20. So, How does multiplayer work? Is, is, there local, is there local kind of co-op, or is it just um, online only? There's local multiplayer, and there's multiplayer. But, unfortunately... I've only got my girlfriend in the flat and she doesn't play a game, so I've not been able to play it locally. Yeah. And with the Switch version, there isn't any online multiplayer that's getting patched in in a few days. Yeah. I'm, I'm still watching some footage and I just saw a guy do a jump about eight metres into the air, swing it behind his back, and then miss the dunk. <laughs> but... I will say, for £15, I think it is very much worth the money. Yeah, really, it really looks like a, a cool play, a cool game to play with kind of like a friend, just sitting on the couch together. Yeah, yeah, I think it could... I mean, I'll have to try it at work where I've got people who are willing to play, whether I can actually rip the Joy-Cons off and use one each. Yeah, no, because it is a Switch game, fun. yeah. Yeah, that actually would be quite fun. Yeah. So, I mean, the only other game I've really been playing this week is, again, Mario Kart. Uh, just before Deluxe. you move on, who who's this game made by? I don't know. Maybe Nintendo. What, the NBA game? Oh, NBA Playgrounds. Yeah. Uh, let me check my email that I got. You're asking all the questions. I don't know how to do research. <laughs> I'm pushing it's you. Made by Sabre Interactive. Okay, Sega made this. Okay. No, Sabre. S A B. Oh, Sabre. Okay, I haven't heard yeah. of him. Yeah, so a couple of things to note. Please disclose that you were provided a copy of this game by Sabre Interactive for coverage purposes. To unlock online play, you'll first need to do a local tournament match. Online tournaments will be an online update to be decided. Nintendo Switch will not have online functionality at launch. This will be coming in a few days. So, But yeah, I think, especially if you've got a Switch, it is probably one of the better downloadable games, especially for like 15 quid. Yeah. And it's a fun little game. And it's not going to last months. 
But for 15 quid, you can play it, especially in multiplayer, for a few hours, and it'd be great. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. So what was the other game you've been playing? Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Right. And it's still really annoying me. Oh, so you don't like it? I think it's probably the best Mario Kart game ever made. Okay, I'm confused then. Do you like, like it or not? Yes, but once you get... I did the 50cc, the 100cc, and when you get to the 150cc sort of speed... Yeah, I've you heard have it to do the bit... race. You have to do the race perfect. And whenever you're in the lead, you get blue shell, blue shell, red shell, red shell, blue shell... Yeah, I've heard and the it, 150C and 200C is, like, in a different really level. pisses you off. Yeah. But that's the thing. It, it just... It's a great game, but it just annoys me. Yeah. No, I understand. But, yeah, I've not really played that online. I played it once online. And I thought, meh, it worked, and then turned it off. See, Mario Kart, to me, is one of those Nintendo games. Like, like I, have a, I have a big thing about... You know, I feel like a lot of Nintendo games are considered amazing masterpieces purely because of the nostalgia people have for past entries in the series like I just I, I you know I've played a little bit of Mario Kart 8 I've watched a little bit of it and it just seems like a very average game to me like I mean it seems like a fine kart racer but it doesn't seem like this 9 10 out of 10 that people are calling it I would say it's a 6 out of 10 yeah, I mean, I'd say it's a fine game. I've played my fair share of kart races, and when people say nothing compares to Mario Kart, I mean, I've I've played plenty of games where I thought they were on par with Mario Kart, or, you know, they were decent kart races, and I don't see how Mario Kart and, and Mario Kart 8 specifically are these masterpieces. I mean, they're decent games, but they're not, they're not groundbreaking. To me, the best kart races you can buy... Uh, back on the PS3 and the Xbox 360. And probably right. the Wii as well and all the other platforms. And that's you know, the... I... Sonic and Sega All-Star Racing and Sonic All-Star Racing Transformed. But see, that that's what I'm talking about. That's what I think it is. It, it comes down to what nostalgia... What, what do you have nostalgia for? So a lot of people have nostalgia for Mario and I think... Isn't Zelda in Mario Kart Deluxe? Yes. Yeah, so they have nostalgia for those characters, so they like playing a kart racer about those characters. You just said, like, some kind of Sega kart racing game is yours, of course, because you love Sega Rally. Well, and no, then, no. no but it's, it's the Sega brand. If you read reviews, they all say that that game was so much better than the Mario Kart 8 that came out. Yeah, and I mean, see, the I actual... played the actual game itself. Yeah, I, I played... Jack X, which Joey, our youngest <laughs> member, has never even heard of, which fucking blows my mind because he's only like three years younger than me. Um, I played Jack X, and I thought that was a far superior racing game to something like Mario Kart. But I'm also biased because I have a massive amount of nostalgia for the Jack and Daxter series. But I thought, design-wise, uh, that game was way better. Do you know what my favorite ever? I guess it's not a kart game, but it's like a car combat sort of game. 
And that was Rock and Roll Racing. Okay, okay, I've never heard of that one. You Philistine. I what? It was on the Sega Mega Drive and the Super Nintendo. It was an amazing game. I'll have to take your word on it. Uh, uh, you don't have to take my word for it. You can actually go onto YouTube and see some amazing footage of that game. Okay, what is it called? Rock and Roll Racing. Okay, I'll look up that. You look up Jack X. I actually looked up Jack X last week. What did you think of it? And the... Uh, it looked a lot more, not like a kart racer, much more like a, just like a normal racing game. The camera seemed a lot, you know, the, the closer behind the car and the car was bigger on screen. Yeah, it's more, it's more akin racers. to a racing, no, it's more akin to a racing game than a kart racer. Yeah, but it looked alright. I mean, it looked like a, what I would call a budget sort of PS2 sort of game. I wouldn't call it budget. It was a really good game at the time, and it's actually re-releasing this year on PS4. Dear God, I'm looking at SNES games. Taking me back, David. <laughs> to a time that I don't even remember, because I was too—I was not even born yet. Oh, shit. I think the SNES was overrated. So was the NES. Why? Well, I, I wouldn't know. I never played any of them. I feel like I'm missing such a big part of gaming history by being too young to have played, like, the original kind of Nintendo consoles. Like, I came into gaming when PlayStation was kind of taken over. Hmm. Now, the first console I ever bought with my own money was a Sega Mega Drive. It looks alright. Rock and Roll Racing, it looks alright. It was the sound that was the the main killer of it, though. It was amazing. Well, that, that, that's probably a thing then, because I've muted it while we're talking on here. Yeah, it used like proper digital, digitized synth to recreate the the rock and roll sort of music. And for the time, you got to remember at the time it didn't, it couldn't actually have music like that, and it was just mind blowing how good it was. Yeah. So, Chris, what have you been playing this week? Um, I played a very small amount of one game and a very large amount of another. Uh, I played for a couple hours a game called Invisible Ink. Um, Wasn't that the free game on PS Plus? It was a free game on PS Plus a little while ago. Um, And it's basically, the best way I can describe it is it's a mix, in my opinion between XCOM and the original Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. Um, Sorry. It's a, it's a really cool game, but unless I am missing something, there is like some big flaws in it. Uh, so basically, it's kind of a, you know, it's Metal Gear Solid in the sense of uh, you're playing Isn't as one of... is just like the VR missions? I, I'm, what VR missions? Wasn't there like a Metal Gear Solid 2 that just came up with the VR missions? It was like on the Xbox, the original Xbox. Well, I, I wouldn't call sure these... I heard it, that's what this is like. It's just loads of like little, like two, three minute stealth missions, like next level, next level sort of thing. 
No, I wouldn't even call it that. I mean, you know, I could get through a level sometimes in five minutes. Sometimes it would take me 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Yeah. Oh. I mean, um, no, I would say it's Metal Gear Solid in the sense of you're kind of moving through environments. You're not, you know, running and gunning. Uh, you can, uh, purchase, like, projectile weapons later on, but you start off with, like, uh, a disruptor, which is basically a taser, um, which you can use once every three turns. Um, so basically you are trying to maneuver through the environment, uh, kind of hack into systems to steal money, uh, to steal power, to steal information. Um, and then there's usually some kind of end goal of, uh, either saving a captive, which might be like a, another playable member of your team, which you can play as if you end up, uh, rescuing them in the mission. Um, or it might be finding specific gear, uh, finding, uh, weapons, um, finding out information. And then it's kind of XCOM in the way that it actually plays with the movement system and it's tile based and, uh, the kind of, you know, having moves that you can only use every few turns and stuff like that. It's a really cool game, really well designed, uh, in its level layout and, in it's, uh, kind of appearance. It's, it's quite beautiful and uh, it's kind of cartoony art style. But the biggest flaw was, it seems sometimes like there was almost no way for me to get through a portion of a level. So I'd, I'd get to a part of a level, um, and basically these guards, they have like an area, uh, an area view. And if you walk into that area view, uh, they see you. Uh, if you have anything you can duck behind within one tile, uh, you can save your character. If not, that character's basically dead. And I would have points where there would be, um, a guard standing in a doorway, staring into a room, and I cannot get close enough to them without going into the area of vision, which is where I get shot. I have no projectile weapon to fight them with, so I have to get right up in front of them. And they're not moving. So they just stand in the doorway, and I have no way of approaching them or exiting the room, because that's the only ex um, the only exit. And then with every turn, the enemy alert level rises, so you've just got more and more guards, and then you get to the point where you've got three guards blocking the doorway and still no way to get out. So, I mean the fact that the game doesn't give you any kind of luring system to be able to distract an enemy and um, get them to investigate an area while you sneak past just seems like a massive gameplay flaw. Maybe you're just too good. What do you mean I'm too good? I, I, I was killed several times. Well, that's, that's what it's called, isn't it? Isn't it like Invisible Ink Kamikaze Edition? So no, so yeah, basically what I was saying, it just it just seems like there's some flaws in the game that make it out of unnecessarily hard. Yeah, but I think it it was just a very very, I think was it just one developer or a couple of developers? You know, it was like a very budget sort of game. Right. I mean, it seemed quite polished <laughs> for what it was. It just seemed to have some big drawbacks in it. I think it took years to make. Literally, yeah. years. So, what was the other game you were playing then? Uh, so, the other game I've been playing, which I've been playing a hell of a lot of, uh, is Ghost Recon Wildlands. Now, 
that's the sort of game that I would enjoy apart from I don't play online games. You don't need to. I've been playing I've been playing this entirely single player. I haven't played online with anyone once. And I'd say I'm a good twenty five hours in. Ooh. So I've actually very much enjoyed playing it on my own, not playing with other people. Um I'm sure it would be really enjoyable to play with a couple of friends. Obviously I don't have anyone um obviously I don't have anyone um I can play online with because a lot of my friends have Xbox Ones and PCs and um I'm on PS4. Um yeah, no. So uh I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh up front it is a very average game. Like very, very average. It is very much a middling uh third person shooter. There's not much to it. Like it's very much it's it's very much a mix between Metal Gear Solid Five and Far Cry. And when I say it's kind of like Metal Gear Solid Five, it's like a B tier Metal Gear Solid Five. So, but isn't that of, what Ubisoft do now? Just B tier sort of bit janky games. I mean, some of the I don't know because some of their games are really polished. Like their Ubisoft games, like Valiant Hearts and Rayman Legends, were absolutely uh, I, fantastic. I'm, I'm talking about their like third person sort of, you know, like the open worldy sort of games. Yeah, I mean, they're AAA, but I mean, yeah, it, it does seem like, more or less, they are putting out, like, quite a few, yeah, seemingly, yeah, B-tier-ish kind of games. Like, uh, this one feels the most like a like a, a, a blatant, like, B-movie kind of equivalent. Yeah. Um, like, it very, much, it very much feels like Metal Gear Solid V with elements of Far Cry, but with the kind of... Um, complexity dialed down a lot so like i'm doing the exact same thing almost every mission in like regards to, like i basically i roll up to a mission um i put out my drone send my drone around uh scan everyone in the area you know put put targets on them and then I just slowly, with my team, because because I'm playing single player, I can use an ability called Sync Shot, where I can kind of get my team to aim at up to three different enemies. And then when I shoot a fourth, they'll take out those other three. So you can take out big kind of groups of enemies relatively quickly. Um, and so I kind of just go through the base, taking everyone out, being as quiet as possible, eventually get seen, gun everyone down, get the information I need, get out. And it's, it's basically just that again and again, rinse and repeat. Um, but it's, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm, I'm 25 hours in, um, and I'm still enjoying that same kind of just mindless cycle of going to a base and just wiping everyone out and getting what I need and getting out. Yeah, I mean, I think that sort of game I would enjoy. You know, like the ones that... I quite liked the sim approach, but I don't have time for that now. I like the... It looks kind of like a sim, but it's more arcade just run around and shoot things. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the, the Call of Duty style of just... Like, I find that really mindless, like, running around and just, yeah. like, I'm not even, like, I'm not even aiming properly, like, I'm just spraying bullets everywhere and I'm just running. Whereas this, like it's kind of, 
it's kind of the the more tactical like i'm going to a base i'm surveying things and i'm using a sniper rifle to take everyone out but i'm still doing the mindless going to a base and just wiping it out yeah i like the idea of it's got the pretense that it's more of a sim than it actually is but in reality it is a basic arcade shooter yeah yeah and it tricks me enough to make me think oh i like the idea of that yeah, I mean, I do wish there was some kind of progression, though. Um, you know, like, I stuck with The Division for a while, which kind of, you know, obviously it's a different beast because it's a it's an RPG MMO. But I stuck with that for so long because I love the thrill of getting new gear and getting more powerful weapons. And I'm 25 hours into Ghost Recon Wildlands, and I'm still using the same two guns that I used on the first level. Does it actually have the song? The one that's got Wildlands, Wildlands. Like the no, 80s sort of song. No, it doesn't. Damn. That, that, is nothing, that is nothing to do with what I was talking about, David. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I just wish, like, I've been getting new guns steadily as the game's been going, but, like, I look at their stats, and I, and every time I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with what I've already got. Like, I'm... I'm still taking everyone out just fine so oh well uh, you know I wish there was something there the skill points are, are pretty basic it's you know there's a few abilities that you upgrade kind of immediately because they're, they're fairly useful like upgrading your sync shot from being able to take out one enemy to three enemies and you know putting up your kind of health and stuff like that but most of the abilities are kind of pretty average so like I say it's very much a middle of the road decent shooter if you're looking just to kind of mindlessly kind of wipe out some outposts but don't expect too much from it yeah i mean would you recommend it if i can find it for like 20 quid yeah i mean yeah for 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 20 pound you know i think you know it's definitely long enough like i'm 25 hours in i'd probably say i've got maybe another you know i'm not going to take out every every boss there is i'm actually kind of doing the bare minimum and i'd i'd probably say you know i'm probably another 10 hours left so it's like a good 30 to 40 hour game but it's like the thing you got to remember with me is i will probably play it once for about an hour or two and then i'll probably never touch it again and you'll get the exact same experience like you will get right yeah cause i know i do like an open world game that's a bit janky but fun to play yeah I don't know. They just always appeal to me. So, should we move into the next segment? Yeah, no. Why don't we uh, go over the news for the week? And now, it's this week's news with 1UP Gaming. So, the first piece of news we've got for this week is that Darksiders 3 was announced through IGN first. Um, well, it was well. announced. It was announced by Amazon France a few hours before that. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't see that. Yes, <laughs> they broke the embargo that IGN paid a lot of money for. <laughs> oh shit! Which I thought was funny. Uh, no, I saw it. I saw it first through IGN first. Um, mm. I think it looks very average.
Hey there guys, sorry about that, um, microphone issues and such, so we'll carry on from where we left off, we were talking about Darksiders 3, the announcement of that new game, uh, yeah David, what do you think, what do you think about it? Um, I don't know, because I enjoyed the original Darkstalk, Darkstalkers, no that's Dark, the Dark game, Darksiders, yeah. And I enjoyed the original sort of game, but I never played the sequel. See, I, I played all of the first game on PS3. Uh, thought it was a very okay game. Didn't think it was great, but thought it was fine. Uh, then I played maybe three to five hours of Dark Souls 2 on Xbox 360 and found it incredibly boring. I uh, was not a fan of the sequel at all. And looking at the caliber of games that have like come out this year and last year with like uh, Uncharted 4, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, looking at the gameplay for Darksiders 3, it looks very much like a slightly more polished PS3 game. Like the animations look very so you're not mechanical. You know, the animations look very mechanical in both how she moves and the, the combat. Uh, the graphics, the, the actual art style is not very impressive. Um, and considering the company that used to publish these games, I don't know how this developer is kind of going to sell enough copies for this game to have kind of met, met the kind of bar it needs to meet. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's still very early. It's not out till next year. Yeah, but I mean, usually when we see a contained slice of a game a year before, I mean, that's pretty much what it's going to look like. Usually not better, if, if not worse. It looks worse by the time it comes out. Well, that's if you're Ubisoft. Well, when has there been a game that's showcased, uh, you know, a kind of... A small slice and then released to actually look better. Well, maybe not look better, but it's got more of a game. What? Give me an example. Well, that's the thing about the thing about vertical slices. It's basically just a small segment of the game to show how the game should work. Yeah, exactly, but I'm saying... It's like... You know, uh, when, it, when we talk about animation quality, like, that's not going to change. It's like Bioshock Infinite, the vertical slice in the actual game and nothing alike. Yeah, true, true. But I, I doubt I doubt Darksiders 3 is going to change that much. Maybe not, but... You know, until we get proper gameplay and I think... Always give it the best. Okay, no, fair enough. So, I mean, what what's your deliberation on what you think of it so far? To be honest, I've not even been that bothered. I've never, I've not even looked at the right, video. Right. Well, from my perspective, I've I've seen all the coverage so far. I'm, I'm not impressed. I'm not very excited for this one at all. Yeah, I mean, the first one I enjoyed because it was a. Everyone said it was a Zelda-like. But to me, it was much more directed. Whereas for me, the Zelda games, uh, 
unless you know what you're doing, you get lost. Hmm. But this game, the original Darksiders... I mean, it was, it was quite linear. It was much more... Yeah. You know, and I quite enjoyed that. You know, I basically just walked exactly where it wanted. And I liked the fighting mechanic. I thought that was quite I, good. I think the fighting animations actually look worse than they did in the first one. Uh, I might have to have a look at it. Yeah, we'll just, just pull it up now and have a look. Um, but we'll move on from there. Um, we got two uh, kind of leaks from Ubisoft this week. Um, first off being that supposedly a screenshot has leaked for the next Assassin's Creed, uh, which does look to be set in Egypt, and it is supposedly called Assassin's Creed Origins, which is a fucking terribly generic name. And the second piece of news yeah. is that... Um, a video production company has been working on a live uh, action video for what looks like a western game um, and it's been confirmed by some pretty notable journalists that this is not a live action trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2 and that it's for a different game and this is also the same director and company behind the live action trailer for Far Cry Primal so people are guessing that Far Cry 5 or the next Far Cry game is going to be a spaghetti western which also lines up with the fact that uh, Ubisoft put out a poll a couple of years ago over where fans would like to see the Far Cry series go next and a western was on that list and that actually received the most number of votes for where people would like to see the series go next so it looks like we've got Assassin's Creed Origins set in Egypt and the next Far Cry game is a Spaghetti Western. Yeah. What do, what do you... And the Far Cry game does line up with some emails that I got sent in December last okay. year. Yeah, that basically sort of said where it was set, what you were doing, the characters that you'll be, things like that. And from what I've heard so far, that's all lines up with what I was sent. Well, I mean, are you allowed to say that? No. Well, you probably shouldn't have fucking said that. That's alright. I never said who sent it. <laughs> you still probably shouldn't have said it. It's alright, everything that's been leaked so far has, was within that sort of letter... Okay, so. okay. Um, but what, what do you think about these? I mean, are you excited for either of those announcements in a, an Egyptian Assassin's Creed and a Western Far Cry? Right. One, I hate Assassin's Creed with a passion. Okay. I think it's one of the worst playing games I've ever played Really? In my okay. Life. I mean, I'd, 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 I'd say they're average. The but. fact that... I just think that the animation is over the detriment of the movement of the characters the fact that the characters don't move exactly where you want because it has to prioritise the animation to look nice I mean I think it depends on which entry in the series you're talking about I thought Assassin's Creed 4 Black Fag was a great game no really? I that. Yeah. see I thought they were all average up until 3 they were okay games then 3 was just straight up bad 4 was great Unity was average Syndicate was, Syndicate was quite good 
I liked Syndicate's story, but it was the again the movement and the characters just jumping randomly. I just I thought it. from Unity onwards they they kind of improved the parkour system quite a lot. No, I still hate it. Okay, well, fair enough. Taste, taste. What do you think of Far Cry? The next Far Cry being a Western. Again, I played Far Cry Three and thought it was enjoyable. I played Far Cry 4 and thought, oh, they've just made the exact same game, just changed the characters. And then Far Cry Primal I never played. And then Far Cry 5, I'd... unless it's another two, three years away, I don't really See, care. most people are saying that it looks like it'll probably be September, October this year. Because if it is a Western, they won't want to release after Red Dead 2, which is, you know probably going to release november onwards either november december this year or sometime next year and people well, no, people will not want to play a western after they've played red dead 2 didn't red dead 2 sort of basically say we're coming out on this date like september no no they, they just said they're coming out fall 2017 i could have sworn there was some leaked game stop sort of no nothing i've heard posters and stuff with the no I thought I thought it was just fall 2017 so I mean I think if this is a western if they come out before Red Dead 2 then they'll be able to kind of jump on the hype train that people have for playing westerns and maybe people will be like oh I'll play Far Cry get my get my fill and then you know I'll be even more excited for Red Dead 2 um, and plus it does line up with the kind of 18 month turnaround that they have because there was you know 18 months between Far Cry 4 and Far Cry Primal And I will just say, if there is an edit point within that, then I might have said something I maybe shouldn't have said. But anyway, carry on. Yes, I'm not that. I'm not that bothered with well, those. Why games. don't you put an edit point in there and tell me? No. Tell me. Because <laughs> I've already said what I said. Tell me at the end of the podcast. So now I'm thinking that the date that I said might have been an email I don't know if it was released or not <laughs> you're an idiot you say so many things you shouldn't say <laughs> I know anyway I mean I don't I don't know how I feel about this I mean the last three Far Cry games have been on my kind of top five games of the year uh, every time they've come out I, I just think Far Cry has some of the most satisfying gameplay kind of in all of games and you know, I, I think a Spaghetti Western could be a cool route to go down, but I'm kind of disappointed that they're not doing the whole Jurassic Park theme, because I think that would just... Nothing will top Carla Juarez. You reckon? <laughs> Are you joking? Uh, yes. <laughs> but I mean... what? They were bad yeah. games. But I mean, what do you think about that? Like, I, I've been really kind of hoping to get a Jurassic Park Far Cry game because with the hunting and the all that kind of stuff I, th I think that would just you know be perfect for the series now I'm one of the only people who I hated that 80s Blood throwback Dragon. DLC that yeah Blood did. Dragon yeah I hated I mean I that. thought it was alright it was a, it was an okay game you, you're avoiding you know again I just felt that the the shooting and that just didn't You're avoiding right. my question. What do you think of Jurassic Park, David? I love Jurassic Park. It's no, one of the fuck, movies. fuck. A Far Cry game with a Jurassic Park setting. Take the Far Cry bit out of it and make it 
another sort of game within a Jurassic Park setting than that. Why? What kind good. of game? I think think of the hunting in Far Cry. Like, imagine being able to hunt a Velociraptor. No. All right. Well, fuck you, David. I don't like. Far okay, Cry. moving on. Fuck you. Moving on, uh, tiny tidbit of news, not really have to talk about it much, uh, Square Enix has dropped IO Interactive, those are the guys behind, uh, the Hitman series. Um, yes. they apparently had three seasons of the current iteration of the game planned, so the first season came out over the course of last year, so that's kind of now up for debate whether the second two seasons are going to come out. Well, I mean, the problem is... Square Enix probably owns the Hitman sort of like license mm. and if they've dropped IO Interactive to me that sounds as though they've thought we can make the add-on DLC stuff a lot cheaper internally and just drop the IO Interactive because they'll be wanting like proper full money for just doing that DLC But stuff. I mean they they created quite a good game last year in the in the Hitman game. So I mean wouldn't you want to just continue that? Yes. Not if you think you can do the exact same thing for half the price. Mm, I guess maybe, yeah. Cuz the game engine's fully made, it's already done. They're just adding content. Yeah, I guess that's that's a valid point. You know, and to be f- to be fair, I mean, how much of IO Interactive maybe went into the the uh, the DLC stuff? We don't know. It might have gone to an external studio anyway. Yeah. You know, but it's one of those things that hopefully in the coming months more details will emerge. Yeah, no, true, true. Ever continuing story. Um, the last piece of news we have for this week uh, isn't really a piece of news; just something I thought was very interesting. Um, been kind of looking forward to Prey for a little while, you know, not sure how I felt about it. It looked kind of cool, looked like a, you know, callback to the original Bioshock and stuff like that. Um, but IGN has just put up their review for the PC version of Prey, and it got a 4 out of 10, which is infamously low for IGN. They very, very rarely put out, uh, scores for games lower than a 5, so it has to be pretty goddamn bad. Yeah. And according to that, their review, it is because the game is so broken at the mo- moment uh, that it's almost unplayable with uh, corrupting saves, um, you know, loss of data, kind of uh, not being able to progress further due to certain glitches. Now, I mean, I don't know about you, but have you played the... The free demo, which is like the first hour. No, of the I, game. I wanted to wait till the full game came out because you couldn't uh, carry your saves over. I played that, and I would not want to play really? this game. Really? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people were speaking quite positively about the the demo. The story, the setting. No, no spoilers. No spoilers. Good. No, no, no. But the, all that is really good. Well done. The gameplay is from... It feels like from like the 1997 sort of era of the first 3D sort of shooters. Oh, okay. Imagine there was a game called... I've completely blanked on it. 
Power, Power Slave, something like that. A 3D shooter on the Saturn and the PS1. And it was like a full 3D, like, Doom sort of game. But the enemies you were shooting were like little spiders and little creepy crawlies. And it's one of those things where, because the the enemies are that small and fast, you can't yeah. shoot them. And that's what this game reminds me of. So, yeah, I, I just did not like it. And the character movement felt very slow and, and clunky. I didn't oh, like okay. it. Okay, all right, fair cool. But as I said, the story, the settings, all the set pieces, they looked amazing. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, that's what I'm kind of looking to get from it's... it. Yeah, yeah. You're probably best off just watching a, a full playthrough on Twitch or right. something. Okay, well... But... All right, yeah. all right. Well, that's what we've got for news this week. Uh, now, usually we would have a segment after this called Coming Out This Week. Uh, where we'd go over the latest games releasing. Uh, but that is Joey's area of expertise, and he is not with us this week. So we will be passing up on that segment. I can... I can... I can quickly go through it. You want You want to give it a go? Do you want all games, or just the, well, kind of the... PS4, PC, and yeah, Xbox? Yeah, well, kind of the... I've got Android, iOS, okay. Windows okay. for no. PC, No, Mac. fuck all that shit. Right, so the first game, PC game, I've no idea what it is, it's by Digital Rev- Devolver Digital, Block and Hood. Okay. I've never heard of it, I've no idea Neither. what it is. So next up, we have another PC game and PS4 game by NIS America, and it's called Birthdays The Beginning. I would guess, since it's NIS, they do a lot of Japanese RPG, they port them across. So I would guess it's a Japanese RPG, but again, I've never heard of it. And next up, we've got, on Xbox One and PS4, by Badland Indie, Demon's Crystals. And again, I've never heard of that. Alright then. And that's it. (laughs) And that's it. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So I would just like to mention this week's top 10 games in the UK, just so people can kind of get an idea of what's selling in the UK. It's by Chat Track. And so the top 10 is 10 Forza Horizon 3, 9 Horizon Zero Dawn, 8 FIFA 17, 7 The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. 6, Rocket League, 5, Lego Worlds, 4, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, 3, Grand Theft Auto 5, 2, Prey, and number 1, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Alright. So that's something a bit different. So are you going to do the goodbyes now? Yeah, no, I mean, yep, sorry, I signed out for a minute. Uh, do you want to talk about, though, the um, Glasgow play thing? Well, I mean... At the moment, all I have got to say is that we have over £300 worth of goodies to raffle off, and all the profits will be going to Diabetes UK. Uh, some of the prizes that we've got include like a, a little game, an Android games console, a VR headset, uh Android mini PC, 
uh, Wei Zhang Master Transformer, which is like a massive Optimus Prime all in black. Little Bluetooth stereo earbuds. Imagine, do you know like the AirPods from Apple? Yeah. It's like them, but like a cheap version of okay. them. We've got a 1080p camera. Um, I think that's about it. Got games as well to give away and that. Yeah. So we'll be doing like a, a show. We'll be giving things away at the Glasgow event. I think it's the 17th of next month it'll be. So June the 17th. Okay. So that should be fun. We'll have a lot more details to come. It's still very early. We've just had the, the go-ahead this morning. So we will get some emails sent over to Andy and get that all sorted. Mm. Sweet. Sounds good. Cool. No, I think we'll wrap up there for today. I think we've gone over a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so thanks guys for listening. Um, if you want to support the website, you can go and check us out on www.patreon.com slash OUG. Blue Cyborgs, our Games official merchand- site, merchandise. T-shirts and mugs. Right, yep. Blue Cyborgs. T-shirts and mugs from Blue Cyborg. Sweet. Uh, Games-inspired music is out now. 20% off each sale going to uh, the Child's Play charity. Um, our audiobooks on tape at audiobooksontape.com is our first 100 podcast episodes plus exclusive Sans Pants radio interview. And that's £9 plus £1 is going to go to Diabetes UK. You can check us out on Facebook at 1UP Gaming. YouTube's the same, 1UP Gaming. Uh, you can check us out on twitch.tv slash official. Same on Twitter. And you can contact uh, the website at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk or you can contact uh, me personally at hashbrownaddict on Twitter. And please subscribe to the podcast and leave positive feedback and stars and things like that. And hopefully... Well, Chris is drop the call there so I will just say thank you see you next week goodbye hey guys Justin here I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you I've been thinking about you a lot yes you in particular in that way and I wanted to say I think you're great I've always said that about you and I was wondering if you think we're great if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes we'd really appreciate it it would really really help us out in that you know podcasty sort of way and if you're feeling particularly festive perhaps even a little saucy maybe stop by our patreon page at www.patreon.com slash o-u-g and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way after all every little penny or whatever space money they use in europe helps out the show thanks for listening o-u-g gaming will always be free but with your support we can always move forward and always be better